This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Thank you for joining us on the ALC Daily Podcast. Once again, my name is Pastor Jared Pollard. This is Pastor Benjamin Davis. And with us again, Dr. Alex Hennis. Alex, still doing good? All is well. Oh, he's surviving. All right. Uh, and before we get into our content today, we're going to continue on the three levels of growth to help bring you to full maturity in Jesus. We have an ALC recommends. What are we recommending? I am listening to the book on Audible called Minute by Minute by Joanne Moody. Are you listening to it minute by minute? I am listening to it minute by minute while I run. And uh, it it listens well on Audible, but it would read well. And it is, if you want to be inspired by a story of hopelessness to hope, to miracle, to uh, crazy success. This book is for you. Uh, it's the story of her miracle. By the way, she died, met Jesus. Jesus gave her the offer. You can go back to, you can come on into heaven or go back to the earth. She chose to come back to earth because her family was not saved. Um, and so it, it'll blow your mind. So that's book, a, that's minute a good by reason minute. to come back. Huh? That's a good reason to come back. Uh, except that she came back to a death doom body. Mm. So, there's a, there was a price, mm. uh, but minute by minute by Joanne Moody, and it tells the story of her healing too. So I just wanted to recommend that to you. It's in story form. It's awesome. So yeah, three levels of growth to help bring you to full maturity in Jesus. And we're using uh, Dr. Alex Hennis's story to illustrate 1 John chapter 2, verses 12 through 14. I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. There's your first level of growth. You have received Jesus, and you're a little child in Jesus. I'm writing to you fathers because you know him who is from the beginning. That's the last stage of growth. Um, Now we're going to go into this middle stage. I am writing to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. Okay, uh, grab a hold of that. I'm writing to you young men because you have overcome the evil one. And he repeats it. He says, young men, because you're strong. And the word of God abides in you and you've overcome the evil one. So he's adding adding a little bit of clarity to it. That brings us to the discussion of discipleship and education. Um, And and I want to use again uh, Dr. Alex Hennestor's story. You heard maybe yesterday how he received Christ. Now he's in Christ and what follows or what is supposed to follow is discipleship and education in God's word. Um, If you want to move from a little child in Christ to a young man or young woman in Christ, okay? So, um, Dr. Hennis, if I could just um, maybe turn it over to you and say, okay, so you've you've got Jesus now. You've received Jesus um, and your sins are forgiven. You've, You've discovered God is my father. I've got purpose. But now the journey discipleship what did discipleship look like for you and tied and i know you also you became a doctor also but start with discipleship and education which one came first and what did that look like for you when i was born again there was created within me a hunger to know god and to study the word of god as i continued to press in to him through prayer and study, I discovered the teaching of the Holy Spirit's baptism. I cried out for this, 
And eventually I got the information that God had already sent the Holy Spirit. I didn't have to convince him of it. Mm. (laughs) So Mm. I threw my hands up and received this gift and began to speak in other tongues and it energized my Bible study and took it to this next level Mm. and whispered to my heart, the Lord said, I was studying the word and it said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And I heard the voice of God inside me said, I'm going to use you to speak to the nations. And I had a moment where I'm like, it was fantastic. It was exhilarating. Then my reasoning kicked in and I said, I'm ignorant. I'm uneducated. I'm in the middle of a prison. How are you going to do this? And we moved forward in this relationship. And I stood before a judge thinking that, you know, I was facing a conviction and and a sentencing. And I was thinking I was going to get out and maybe get an education and go on and influence the nations. And the judge said, son, I'm going to do you a favor. And I'm thinking, this is it. Instead, he said, I'm going to send you away for the rest of your life. And I'm going to do society a favor too. He's sending me to the darkest place on the planet, the Louisiana State Penitentiary, a.k.a. Angola. It just so happened in the providential plan of God, as I was stepping into this prison with this conviction that I was going to speak to the nations, a revival fell. Mm. And the most dangerous people in the state, arguably the nation, began to put down their knives and pick up their Bibles. We began to build community have churches spring up eventually the resources came in to build actual physical chapels and we filled it up and along comes the new orleans baptist theological seminary and they looked inside the prison and saw this movement of god and they were so amazed by it they built a regionally accredited seminary so now we had a chance the christian community to get an associate and a ba and we availed ourselves to this opportunity And then the influence of the prison hit the legislature. They changed the laws and said, we're going to use these educated inmates as inmate ministers. And they launched us into the prison and said, now build Bible studies, start churches, do counseling. All in prison. All in prison. (laughs) That's That's extraordinary. Definitely outside of the box. Definitely not your general practice of penology. And um, there is a a second issue here. I got an associate in the VA with a goal of making a four-point average, and I did it. I was excited. One day the warden came to me said, hey, bud, I'm going to make you a missionary. A what? A missionary? Yeah, I'm going to send you to another prison. I want you to do there what you did here. So they packed me up on a bus, chained me up like the madman of Gadara, and (laughs) they sent me to another facility. When I got to the other facility, um, I was approached by a man that I would work for for the next three years and eight months. He said, son, are you interested in a master's degree? I said, absolutely. So he introduced me to Global University, who had set up a master's program inside the prison. Mm. And there were five of us with undergraduate degrees that were qualified to get in it. So for the next couple of years, I matriculated through the program and achieved a master of art with a 4.0 average. We started all kinds of programs, including an undergraduate program from a secular college. And I got another associate degree in general studies. And when I graduated with the master of art, they approached me and said, would you like another master's degree? And I was like, I was wondering if I was dreaming. 
absolutely. So I went through a Master of Divinity, achieved another 4.0 average, got welcomed into Delta Epsilon Tau's International's Honor Society, and I thought I have reached the place of education. This was fantastic. Then after my missionary endeavor, I transferred back to the Louisiana State Penitentiary and published my master's thesis, and it shook the university hierarchy up, and they flew in and said, we're going to scholarship you for a doctorate. First time in American history, inside the penal system, a regionally accredited doctorate program was started, and I was able to go through this program and achieve another 4.0 and a doctorate degree. Wow. You know, uh, so education is a debate within Christianity uh, because, and it has been for years, because of the tension between head knowledge, what they call head knowledge and heart knowledge. Really what it is is your head can get beyond your experience. Mm -hmm. But in your case, the drive for more education was really built on my experience in Jesus, that I, I got to learn more so that I can do more in my calling in Jesus. Is that, is that, am I getting that right? Paul told Timothy, study to show yourself approved. Mm -hmm. In my heart, I knew that education was going to be a key to open up doors. Mm. And knowledge is a form of power, but wisdom is the ability to use it. Yeah. Um, the theological foundation that was instilled informs me of what separates me from every occult and every false religion. Mm. Um, I have a framework that balances me when I seek to pursue the manifestations of gifts, signs, and wonders and miracles. I'm not chasing experiences because I'm rooted in the Word. Mm. I have a theological foundation that keeps me safely on the path of discipleship. Mm. Mm. So, you know, that's amazing. Now, let me just, before we close this podcast off, and we're going to, again, we're going to do this all week long. Were these your primarily disciplers in the early days? Was the people giving you education or did you have uh, someone else that was uh, showing you the wisdom side, the, the, the discipleship side? Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Yep. So there has to be attention here. Um, I had an incredible man of God come into my life. I witnessed to an inmate. He was uh, so shaken up that he called his family and asked for him to send a pastor. This pastor shows up, explains to him what he's going through and experiencing, and leads him to the Lord after I witnessed to him. And the guy was so excited. He's like, but you got to see this other guy. So here I am in the prison, and they say, Alex Hennis, you have a pastoral visit. <laughs> A what? <laughs> so I'm like, you got the wrong guy. And they're like, no, no, no. All I know is drug dealers and killers. And um, they're like, no, no, no. We got the right guy. Come on out if you want to see him. So I went out there, and there's this distinguished individual sitting in front of me, uh, Carl Everett. And he just tells me why he's there and, and uh, says he's there to, to spend some time, fellowship, maybe pray. So he came back the next day. And then he came back the next day and he came back the next day for a couple of years. He would come and spend his lunch break with me because the church was right down the road and he would give me material from the church and we would just fellowship. Suddenly I'm looking at a guy that's the father I never had. Mm. Now let me cut you off there because that is tomorrow's podcast. What I just did was provide a hook for tomorrow's podcast of going from growing in the Lord to becoming a spiritual son 
that is going to take you to the next level. And I want to encourage you, it's worth listening to because we're talking about three levels of growth to help bring you to full maturity in Jesus. God's got us on a journey of to maturity in Jesus. And discipleship, education is part of it, but then becoming a spiritual son or daughter is a necessary step you cannot skip. And that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.